Welcome back to the STG Fitness Podcast, an emergency podcast at that, because we we have to discuss the man of the hour, the man of the, the last week, Mr. Dylan Holloman. He was on the podcast, I believe, a month and a half ago, and it is back to return to talk about his powerlifting meet debut. Uh, we, we touched a little bit on it on the podcast episode last week, but we're going to do a full deep dive. This one definitely deserves its own podcast episode, so we're excited to dive in. But before we do, we're going to start this thing out like we usually do. Jesse, how are we doing? Doing doing pretty good. Um, not a whole lot going on, I guess. Um, transitioned from football season to basketball season now. I think I mentioned that in the last podcast that we had an unfortunate um, end to our football season that came down to a bad call, but it is what it is. Tell the kids you learn some tough lessons. Life isn't fair and all that stuff. Um, at least you get to be upset about losing a game and you're not losing your house or you know, things can be a lot worse. So it's on the basketball season. Um, I get to work a lot with the same kids. So it's a pretty smooth transition. Uh, basketball season right now is a little bit uh, heavy footed, I would say. A lot of kids not on the on the basketball page of a little more finesse required and less lowering the shoulder. <laughs> we had a little bit of a scrimmage on Thursday last week and and it was pretty physical um to say the least but it but it's it, it's good um other than that still lifting still training um i'm excited to talk about dylan's meat and stuff because the numbers that he well one number in particular that we'll get to is something that i did not expect so i'm excited to talk about the mindset behind all that stuff so yeah, doing pretty good. Hey, your basketball teams to be known as like the the Pistons in the nineties. Uh, pull up, pull up the we'll town. <laughs> Nobody wants any business with them. But uh, hey, man, the way that they call fouls now is is ridiculous. The oh, the reaching fouls that they call is so petty. Yeah, and then what? Whatever. Whatever. But yeah, this past week, because I mean, we recorded a week ago. Um, got had to had to deal with the coronavirus this week so that was not the best thing ever but uh it definitely forced me to rest a lot which I think I needed in the grand scheme of things but uh outside of that um yeah we're getting ready for Black Friday um that's in five days which is insane. yeah this is like that before we get into this thing like this is like the biggest week for us um you know the Black Friday drop last year allowed Jesse and I to make some big picture decisions for STG Fitness heading into this year. It allowed us to do a lot of great things um, in 2023, and it's going to be very similar for this drop too. Um, you know, we we always greatly appreciate everybody's support, and uh, if this drop goes to plan, this is going to put STG Fitness on a whole nother um, level and ability to do even bigger things next year so we're definitely both very excited for this i know you guys are a lot, very excited for it as well and uh just excited to see what y'all think about the theme and uh the products that we selected and the designs we went with this time and uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time and one last thing before we get into dylan's thing i actually watched um the Kurt, 
the Kurt Warner movie last night, the American Underdog. Have you seen oh, yeah. it at all? Yeah. That was I have not a seen movie. a good movie in a very long time. And for those of you who are looking for a feel good movie and to just like watch an underdog story unfold, um, you know, I gained a lot of respect for him because I had no idea what it was like for him to get to the NFL, to be who he was and to do the things he did. Um, it was a fantastic movie. Definitely recommend. Um, but without further ado, Mr. Dylan Holloman, man, we, uh, how are you doing? How does it feel to be out of meat prep now? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't feel, I mean, this week, taking this week off was definitely a little different, obviously, because I haven't had an entire week off of lifting for, oof, I don't know how long, but I mean, work as usual. So all the other aspects of life didn't really ever change. So it was busy, busy, busy. Yeah. You drove home and then next day you, you and me both were both right back at it. So yeah. A little bit of a tight schedule, but uh, before we dive into meet day, you know, when you were on the podcast last year talking a little bit about your prep, I don't know if you were exactly signed up for a meet quite yet when you were last on. Um, I hadn't officially signed up, but I was, I had a date in mind. So, and I was pretty close to pulling the trigger. I don't remember what day the podcast was, but I know like I bought my membership for the USPA on the website and stuff like that and signed up for a meet all in the same day. Yeah. Um, and that was like mid September. So, yeah, so it was right after it was like right yeah. after we had the podcast. So yes. walk us through. I mean, you signed up and you hopped like literally right into your first ever powerlifting meet prep. So what what was prep like for you? How did things go on that end of things? Well, um, so I mean, I was already. I think I had talked to Jesse before that and was kind of like leaning towards more of like kind of like powerlifting training, just strength training in general. Um, so hopping into prep wasn't completely different. Um, but with life and work and everything else, I was starting to get closer to busy season at work, working ag retail. So I never really like, I don't know, the full blown, just prep feeling of like, we have a deadline. I don't know. It just never really hit me. Cause I just never really had time to stop and think about it. It was just like, you know, we're just going to come in, get the workout done that Jesse has programmed for me. We're going to be super disciplined about everything and we're going to push, you know, every day as hard as we can. So I don't know. So I guess some of the aspects of like a meat prep didn't really fully sink in, but definitely like training myself up on like rules, have making sure I have all my gear, like a lot of that kind of stuff. It was more um, detailed and making sure I'm prepared in that way. Um, cause I didn't want to, you know, being the first time I didn't want to forget something or, you know, not be aware of all the rules and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I definitely like the approach you took figuring out the, all the little details, because those are something like, if you don't think about it early enough on in prep, it's something that can haunt you later in, like later on and cause a little bit more stress. If you're like yeah. scrambling the last second, you're like, I don't even know if I, what type of single to have. I don't know what type of socks to be wearing. I didn't know you're supposed to wear boxer briefs. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I think a lot of, a lot of those other small details in terms of the equipment you choose to wear. I mean, some of it, there's some people out there that get a little bit too specific and, you know, every little product matters in this and that at the end of the day, the equipment that you lift with, as long as it's approved, 
knee sleeves, squat shoes, deadlift shoes, belt, singlet, all that stuff. I mean, in in general, it's all the same stuff. As you get deeper into it, you can always experiment and um, learn from other people um, what some people like, pros and cons to different products and this and that. I mean, it's it's all powerlifting stuff, um, equipment, but all of those little details, it's for sure. Anybody that's thinking about getting into a competitive mindset or, or trying to lift for a meet, you certainly want to get those smaller details out of the way earlier on so that if all of a sudden you're three weeks out for a meet and you got to figure out your equipment and stuff like that, it's like now you're focused on the equipment and you're not focused on the actual training, which that's the important part. You, you got to dial in your squat bench and your deadlift, even having somebody at a public gym or if you are lifting at home, like, like you're a training partner, a friend, your wife, whoever, it's like, you know, show them a video of what squat commands and bench commands look like and do that because every meet, um, every meet is different. Referees and judges will have slightly different tempos and calls and stuff, but you, you've got to be prepared for all of that stuff. And if you can just focus on, I know that I can lift this weight, then that's all you got to worry about and not the, all, all these other things to distract yourself. For sure. I think yeah. what helped a bunch is Grant because I asked him so many questions just because just making sure. I mean, I was read I read through the the rule book and the handbook and all that stuff on what we needed, but I asked Grant a ton of questions on what I needed specifically, and I know he helped me out a bunch on that. Um, I mean, we'll get to how much he helped me out on meet day too, which was phenomenal. But yeah, I think especially yeah, you can ask somebody too because you can read it all, but once once you have someone that goes through it and really knows um, that stuff, then it goes a lot quicker on what you need and what you don't need. Got to talk yeah. to Brad. He's the equipment guy. Yeah. I, but honestly, though, like when you're going through a meat prep, especially your first one, is like you, you almost need somebody who's been there, done that before, or you mm -hmm. need someone who, who, who you know is going to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're posting like, Hey, is this technique right? Or is this form right? It's like, because I know I was so hard on you on like the little detail. It's like you yes. send me something and I don't know, like sometimes it just became a lot, but I would send like paragraph messages to Dylan of like, Hey, like we need to make sure those knees are locked out before you get that squat command. Um, you know, we need to make sure that we're emphasizing that bench pause, like when you're going down, holding on your chest and like, you know, we'll talk about it later in the podcast of how being so strict on that ended up paying off on meet day. Um, because I think Dylan was able to use a lot of it to his advantage when a lot of people were chasing their tail, like, oh, the bench, the bench pause is a little long today. It's like, all right, well, I, my man over Dylan, here has been holding it for three seconds on his chest during yeah, training. Dylan, so I Dylan's worry. pauses were fine during training. Yeah. There were some of his pauses. I'm like, that's a long pause. Like, that's <laughs> probably longer than you'll ever see in the meet. But hey, you're prepared for it. Yep. If, you get a, if you get a quick command, great. It's going to feel like a touch and go for you. Um, but yeah, a lot of things I feel like throughout training were, were pretty good sticking with the program, making sure that, um, as you approach meet day and you've got to call up your, your openers and your second attempts and stuff like that is making sure that all of our openers, probably five weeks out, we were hitting your opener every single week yeah. to make sure that there was no question that you could hit it, especially because, 
Grant and I talked about it several times about hopefully trying to get into a powerlifting gym yeah. for the meet to experience a power bar or, or kilos. Um, Cause that's another detail that sometimes every person's different, but it can throw you off the way, you know, whatever bar that a meet is lifting, if they're using a deadlift bar, a squat bar, whatever it may be, it can throw some people off. Um, at the end of the day, you got to lift the weight though. For sure. Yeah. That's yeah. Some of those. And again, with work getting busy, like it was, I wanted to so bad to be able to get somewhere to do that. The hardest part, I couldn't find anywhere around here. I mean, I probably could have gone to a gym that had the bars and everything, but I couldn't find anywhere that had kilo plates. Like I looked in Springfield, like I think there was one in Taylorville, but they didn't have kilo plates still. They had a lot of the other stuff, but I just, I didn't get a chance to go. I mean, it worked out for me. Um, I guess my mindset probably is what I had the advantage of meet day wise of that you know situation with kilos being different and stuff but yeah that that part of prep um, unfortunately I didn't take advantage I guess of getting those details dialed in but it worked out yeah so so during your prep did you not off the top of my head you didn't deal with any injuries or really anything like that no um, yeah there was I early I think it was, it was before you decided to do a meet. We had to deal with a little bit of a back issue. Yeah, but lower right nothing, side. Yeah. And, and the funny thing about that was it wasn't even during lifting. I had hit like it was a great night of deadlift. And I think it was the next day I was, you know, in the house downstairs watching Elsie or something and bent over to, well, we had rugs and stuff. And I bent down to like adjust it and like, I went to come back up and my right lower right side of my back just like it felt like it cramped or something. And it it just it did not feel good for a little yeah. while after that. But yeah, we got it straightened out, foam rolled, stretches, and and then I had some tightness close to, but again, it wasn't during any of the lifts where I was feeling any pain. It was just kind of like everyday activities, leaning one side. Um <clears throat> I had a little bit of tightness, but um, and I talked to Jesse about it just because I wanted to make sure we were kind of on top of it. And we kind of, you know, rehabbed a little bit. I made sure I foam rolled. And I mean, I never felt anything during the meet or after the meet. So I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a, it's a blessing. Like when you can get through a whole prep and not really have deal with very minimal tweaks, no mm -hmm. injury. Like that's, that's godsend right there. Yeah. Um, so turning it over into meet week, I felt like the whole process for you was very interesting. <laughs> and I love that we pulled it off the way we did. Um, so meet week, kind of walk us through you know, how that went for you. What was, I know you're busy with work, travel, weight cutting. How did all of that go? Well, um, I've never had too much of an issue with like controlling my weight, um, so I wasn't too worried about it. I was kind of like, it was in the back of my mind, but the way work got, I worked 16 hours Monday or 14 hours Monday, 14 hours Tuesday. And then I worked three 12 hour days after that. And then Friday night, we actually, Andy picked me up from work at like five 30 and we drove to Indy after that. And I was at work at six that morning. So 
Jeez. It's a little sweeter, like the fact that I put my body and it was good that we didn't have a ton of lifting. So that helped and resting other areas um, in that aspect. But like on my watch, tracking my uh, steps and everything at work, I walked eight miles on Monday, 12 and a half miles on Tuesday, and then eight and a half miles the other three days after that. So the stress on my body was probably there, but I had been doing it like the week prior. And I feel like my body can handle a decent amount of stress like that. So um, like getting there Friday night and resting and resting all day Saturday, I think my body recovered really well. So, and we lucked out in that um, aspect too, just being able to rest a full day with the kind of week that I had and then not having a lot of lifting, obviously, because for resting purposes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the that prep week, was i think you maybe lifted twice that week yeah i mean just we didn't even talk about your work schedule i never even asked about it but i i knew that you know there are days that some days you walk a lot some days you don't some days you're lifting heavy stuff some days you don't and i just figured you know what it's meat week you've been lifting i think i programmed on a monday and a wednesday like a squat bench deadlift at 135 pounds is like just put a bar in your hands yep lift for 45 minutes you're done yep and then wednesday Um, and wednesday actually didn't get to the day kind of got away from me and i couldn't get my wednesday lift in so i actually got up early i was laying i was awake in bed at four o'clock thursday morning and i was trying to you know i was deciding i was like i gotta get it done so i hopped i got out of bed at 4 30 and got my lift in and then still you know worked a full day so i mean i probably could have skipped it but i'm like we're, we've come this far we got to make sure we're hitting everything so yeah i know because you're texting i think you texted both of us probably like tuesday or wednesday that week and you're like so much for this recovery and yep, it was like one day twelve thousand steps next day like fourteen thousand steps yeah, or maybe but, it was miles or well, it was like 12 yeah miles, so tuesday like, tuesday it was twenty two thousand steps it was like 12 and a half miles oh yeah yeah so i remember like seeing the 12 like something so then you know Knowing you, like, I, I kind of figured you'd be fine if, like, if Saturday happened to be just a full rest day, I think that, I think that all played out best mm-hmm. case scenario. Like, you seemed extremely rested and ready right. to go on Sunday when we competed. Yeah. But I know, like, we were all kind of like, oh, you're, you're off to a busy start to the week. But I think with Jesse's, like, the way he tapers his programs yeah. um, and how he kind of caters it to each lifter to, you know, make sure that they're, one thousand percent ready to go on meet day i think that that played out solid for you and i think also just like for you maybe you're not someone who needs four days of just rest nothing like sitting on a couch i mean maybe because like sometimes some people just get in their heads and it, it bombs them on meet days or you know some people push it way too hard on that last meet on meet week and they show up to meet day and they're just fried. Um, But I think how everything went for you was, was fantastic. I think, um, you know, how did, what Ian's were easy for you, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. The funny thing I told Grant, um, so my, obviously my class was a hundred kg and um, I, I think I consumed a total of like 600 calories Friday. (laughs) So Saturday morning I went and weighed in, obviously they make you strip down. I was at 96 kgs. <laughs> I was at, so that's like, it was like 212. 
213. And I managed to all day Saturday, I rested and just ate the entire day. And I managed to recoup to like 219, 220. So I think obviously like it wasn't really my choice to let myself go that low. I know like part of me was slightly worried. So I was kind of making sure I was like good. Um, But I think next time I need to keep myself a little closer so I can recoup to 220 and then beyond that just to give my body a little more fuel in the tank i mean there was still plenty in the tank but just that a little extra edge for sure for sure so we're heading into meet day how like how were you like feeling like mentally like were you were you nervous like were you just like that excitement was it just confidence like what were you feeling kind of like you know you've made weight all your gears checked everything's set now it's the night before the meet. It's the morning of. Like, how are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, we kind of sat up a little bit when you guys obviously got out there and talked about it, talked through some stuff. And, I mean, overall, I think having you there helping me kind of kept me a little more, I mean, relaxed and not quite so nervous. Um, I mean, I was a little bit nervous and a little bit excited because um, I didn't know what was obviously going to transpire. Um but I didn't have this rush of, you know, I don't know, a lot of times before sporting events, you just get this like nervous, like not really a shake, but you're just kind of sitting there and you start to think too much. And I don't know, I think I just tried to make sure I didn't really think about it too much. I'm like, you know, we really hit it's three lifts. We worked on it for two months or so. Cause I think meet the meet was exactly two months after I registered and everything. So I had two months worth of work I put in and, we had everything where we wanted it. So I didn't have this, which was, it was different because I was surprised that it just never got to me. And I never had this rush of nervousness. Um, I was like excited and we were just kind of hanging out, obviously. I mean, that morning. Um, and then once we got the gear on and got warming up, it was just excitement and just starting to get amped and ready to go. Was there any, um, kind of different feelings that you had when you came up to when you start squatting and you're loading up kilos and stuff instead of pounds what was your mindset with that did that throw you off at all um so i think technically we warmed up with pound plates but no, we, honestly, had, we had kilo plates did we okay yeah. so part of my think like my thought process during the day was i don't really care what that number is on the bar like i'm not even going to worry about what that number is um i'm just going to go up there once I feel it on my back, you know, your body, you've done enough times, you know what the weight feels like. Um, and at this point, I had the pre-workout going, adrenaline was going. It didn't matter what the weight was, it felt like to me. And I just didn't think about it too much. It's just a lot, brace yourself, drop it. I mean, just sink it and blow it out of the hole kind of thing. And even more, like I didn't think about it too much warming up. And then once I got out to like, uh, <clears throat> the platform the first time it's just like honestly at that point um in the front of my mind I kind of forgot what the weight was on the bar like I didn't even I wasn't even thinking about it and wasn't worried about it so Good. yeah I think the biggest thing I wanted to keep the numbers out of your head um yeah. I think we talked so much about like what your warm-ups were going to be mm-hmm. and I wanted all of that stress like off your plate. Like I didn't even want you thinking about like 
having to load the bar. I didn't yep. want you thinking about what type of weight was on it for your warmups for when you're going out to the platform. I mean, even after your opener too, it's like, I didn't even tell you what we put in for the second attempt because it was just like, just go out there and execute. Like, that's yeah. all I want you to do. You know, we, yeah. we've done it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Yeah. It was just go out there and complete the rep. Yeah. Um, but no, like from like your, from like coaching you that day, like being in that warm up room, like there was so much um, desire to want to like go to the refs table and change the numbers. But I didn't, I didn't want to change anything too early on just because like we wanted to go out there and get on the board. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, when I saw you like getting amped for the squats, like I was almost ready to hop in the rotation with everybody because like, I mean, Dylan was just blowing weight up left and right. And then, by the time we went out to the platform, um, I mean, we were, we were all business. So kind of turning it over now to your attempts. Do you, do you want to talk about what you hit on each of your squad attempts and how each of them went? Uh, Sure. Um, I think opener was like in the three thirty range. I think it was three twenty. Three twenty. 320. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it I don't remember what it, it was. 170 um, kilos, 170. Um, I went out there and and honestly, what was funny is I think I told Grant this. You step on the platform, for me at least anyway, it was just like everything else just disappeared. Like I kind of like mm-hmm. quit hearing things. Like I didn't like I just like was so zoned in that everybody in the crowd like just kind of turned into a blur. I grabbed the bar the first time and I was like kind of like, oh crap, like this knurling on this bar is like really aggressive. <laughs> And the only other thought I had was whenever I got the bar or got the weight up the first time and the the judge in front of me, um, it was a female judge and she, she was kind of big. You could tell she worked out. She had her arm raised up and I was like, damn, she's kind of big. And then she gave me the command and like the, my, my mind was blank after that. I just hit the hole and came flying out of it and it moved really, really easily. Yeah. Um, and then, um, I don't know, the second attempt after getting that first one out of the way, I wasn't nervous because I knew the weight was, we were playing it safe enough that I wasn't too worried. I just really wanted to make sure I was hitting depth because being 6'6", the DJ even said, he's, it's just a long way down there. And, yeah. you know, like one of the guys in the back, we kind of, you know, you were talking with and him and you even, it's like, you, you know, he's like, you guys, you blew depth out of the water. Yeah. Um, so then second attempt, I didn't even know what it was. I don't remember. What was it? So we jumped 10 kilograms for the next attempt. Okay. So 180. I go out there um, even more zoned in. Like, I, I don't even think I was looking at the front ju- um, judge at that point. What do they call him? I think that's judge or what is yeah. it? The judge head referee. Or, yeah. Referee head referee judge. Head referee judge. So I wasn't even looking at that point. I was just kind of peripheral because I was even more locked in. And when I hit it, Grant asked me how it felt. I said it literally felt like my opening attempt. That's how easy. Like it didn't feel any different. Um, so then we jumped. I think another ten. We jumped fifteen. Jumped fifteen. Yeah, because because I walked over to you and said, "How was it feeling?" I said, "Really good." Because then you're like fifteen. I said, "If you weren't going to say it, I was going to tell you 15. Yeah. It was just feeling that good, and then that bumped me to three seventy four, and some change. I think. Yeah. Um, and went out there and just smoked it again and <laughs> actually got a little excited once I got it up. I actually started moving too soon towards the rack. 
And I, I don't know if the front judge or the head referee, the lights weren't working. So they were giving thumbs up and thumbs down, but I got it up and I knew that I hit it because depth felt the same and it moved really, really well. Um, and I think I started moving too soon is why she gave me a thumbs down the head. And I didn't really like, I was so focused on her that my, like, I don't know, everything in my body just immediately sank because I thought I didn't get it because you're supposed to wait for the head referee to tell you to rack it. But out of excitement, I was just already moving towards the rack. Cause I'm like, I hit that. I smoked it. And, um, but then we're like the next 15 minutes were like, Did, is that, was that a good lift? Like, yeah, no, that that was like one of the most frustrating. Well, not it was. It was a very interesting moment because, like Dylan, like clearly like destroyed the rep, and I, I mean, I, I know in the back of my mind, like when something is off, if like, and then something gets red lighted, then okay, like you kind of understand like what's going on. From what I remember, you got the rack command. We looked at the video, and you can see like the judge's hand go like this for the yeah. rack. Yeah. So Dylan goes to like start ra- like racking it, but then she like right away puts her thumb down. So I, again, Dylan came back to me because I was like, oh, like that was three whites. Like we're good. We just hit our third. We're three for three on squats. Yeah. We're in a really good spot. And then Dylan comes up to me. He's like, I don't think I got it. I'm like, what do you mean you don't think you got it? She's like, well, the, the head judge just gave me a thumbs down. And the, the next lifter had already like been on the platform to go because I was going to try and go protest it. It was, in fact, a, a bad lift. I was going to try and protest it to get it overturned. Um, grand scheme of things, we had we 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 had a good lift. We were safe. Yeah. I definitely like. I wish USPA would. So use was lift. it was it three or only two white lights? It was or two. To, yeah, it was two white it was lights. Two. It was two. Okay. Was, and like I was looking at her when I racked, and she and she made the motion like she she said I think she was trying to tell me that I went too soon, and like I've gone back and looked the video like really slowly. And before she's making the motion to rack, my right leg is our, like, I'm already, I am kind of my right. Probably leg half is, a second. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it was so close. Like I smoked the, I smoked the rep. I don't know how that was close enough to give me a thumbs down, but it was a good rep. A little, too. A little picky for a local meet. I, I could see something like that being called at like nationals. Yeah. But. Well, and that's whatever. the thing I was telling Dylan is like a lot of times some of the, the spotters and loaders, there are there have been times before like a rack command has been given they're already pushing you into the rack because they just want to rack yeah. it. Um, that's what I was prepared to go in and protest and be like, well, are the spotters and loaders were touching the bar and pushing him towards the rack? Were they in the moment? I don't necessarily know, but she wouldn't, she wouldn't have seen that. So. <laughs> but we we were ready. We were ready to plead our case. Um, okay, so we're we're I think we're in a good spot to take a brief intermission the zoom link's about to expire and uh we'll set one over in just a second all right and we're back from the intermission and moving over to the bench portion of meet day how did it feel like coming off like the highs of the squat i mean we hit 374 three for three how did it feel going into i would say about an hour break where until like we really kind of started ramping up again and getting back on the platform, you had about an hour. How emotionally, like mentally, like how how were you doing coming off that high and into a rest period? Um, well, I'd say so. I was at my high whenever I was on the platform. Then we had that whole situation 
with the judge. So I kind of was like, I don't know, that just like brought, just, I plummeted off of that. And we just kind of, I mean, it was a good lift. I don't know. I don't know. I guess my emotion just kind of like dropped, but it was probably just, I don't know. I guess I can't say better that way, but once we talked through it, I mean, we talked about that for the next 10 or 15 minutes and then we just kind of sat, took it easy. And at that point, because of that whole situation, I was kind of relaxed again. Um, I was pretty amped up for squats um, and I was obviously locked in and focused. So just like coming out of it and then just kind of making sure I'm staying um, kind of like hydrated, fueled up, had some protein, high protein snacks um, and just kind of took it easy. Didn't really think about anything too much. Didn't, didn't really think about bench coming up. I'm like, cause for me, it was like, I'm not really going to worry about anything until I get in the bent, like in the warm up room. Cause that's when we, and that's when it's time to think about it. Um, but outside of that, it was just talking with Andy, talking with you and Michaela and just kind of watching some of the other, um, athletes there. Um, I know like I was in flight C, so we had all like the most, I think it was all female flight. And I know there was some, older ladies there hitting some weight it was kind of fun to watch be able to watch some of that so yeah out like when I wasn't in the warm-up room I wasn't we were just kind of chill about it and just hanging out so just kind of leveled back out I guess we'd say we were absolutely and then came down and then we just kind of leveled out keep it keep it that's definitely definitely a good thing I mean as much as I wish I could have been there I know between Grant and I, the number of meets that we've been at, like we're always on the same page pretty much. So I was super happy Grant was able to be there. But even through your mindset of being confused on that last call, not letting it get to you and just allowing yourself to just relax and not overthink the moment, not overthink benches coming up, not um, not getting yourself too hyped up too early. Um, getting that adrenaline rush too early and stuff like that. So even the timing at which you go into the warm-up room can be an important part of meet day, not warming up too early and everything. But um, but that's a good a good mindset to have, just being able to relax and even just enjoy the meet day for what it is. Mm-hmm. Go out and watch other people compete yeah. and stuff. Yeah, for sure. I think timing wise obviously grant has done a few times so i think we really hit the timing on everything really really well you know i would i kept asking him i know he was telling me you know like you have this many lifters left i'll come get you you know when we're three out like we're however many minutes or we have this much time let's let's get our pre-workout in or let's let's get a electrolyte drink down um making sure you're snacking Uh, he was kept checking in on me so i think hitting every step like timing wise i think we hit it all really well too so that was a big plus to meet day on everything going kind of i mean everything stayed pretty smooth yeah yeah no i honestly like i appreciate you trusting me so much because like i mean i understand like timing wise like i didn't want you having to try and figure out any details i didn't want you having to stress about anything you didn't need to be stressing about like i wanted you just focused on lifting and for me, it was just like, I just need to make sure, you know, you're hydrated, your body's ready to go, you know, we're loose, we're ready to go when it's time to pop. And a big testament to you, because a lot of people, 
you know, sometimes get consumed by the moment and they get way too hyped up way too fast or, you know, they, they choose not to drink or eat anything on meat day. And it's like, it, it's going to bite you in the butt, like down the road, like mm-hmm. at some point during that meat day, if you're not taking care of yourself, it's going to show. Yeah. Um, and, and that was a, a great thing. So heading into bench warmups, like how, how was the weight feeling? Like, you know, again, was the kilos that play a factor into how anything felt? Um, yeah, I would say again, I, I was just, again, with my mindset and being like starting to get amped, like getting hyped up again um, and just not thinking about like not overthinking everything too much. Um, And a big part with bench is like, again, I know we talked about it earlier was I wasn't too worried about the pauses because of focusing so much on making sure I had a long pause. Cause I told Grant this, I'm like, if I have a long enough pause, it doesn't matter. Like any pause less than that is advantage to me because I trained for a, two and a half, three second pause. Like, no, you're probably not ever going to get that in a competition, but it's kind of gives me an advantage because my body is just like ready to go. Um, as soon as they say, you know, lift and it's shorter than I had been training. So, um, I, that aspect, I had confidence. Um, I know before bench sitting out front, watching other lifters, we were kind of obviously checking some of the numbers, seeing where we were at and what we need to hit. But again, once we got back in the warm-up room, I didn't really focus on that. Um, it was just focus on, see how the weight's moving, warming up, and then um, going out there and smoking the first two um, attempts. Um, obviously, it moved well enough, but we d- didn't move anything because we were trying to make sure we're playing it safe. Um I think playing it safe enough in squats, but I like to say for myself, I probably got too overconfident going into that third attempt because I hit, I think it was like 215. It was 225. 225. And then it was 248. Yeah. And 248 just flew like coming whenever I got out there and I got it, like I repped it. It was like that moves really fast. Um, I think there were several factors leading into my 275 attempt, why I probably missed it. Um, I would say one was I was so amped up from my second attempt that I was basically shaking, like ready to go out there again. And whenever I got out, I got up there and I was standing there to go out, I was starting to come off of it. So that's definitely like, you don't want to get too much of an adrenaline rush too quick because when you're start moving your body, you're sitting there and you're ready to go. But once you start moving your body around that adrenaline starts moving and I was coming off of it. Um, and then we got a quick lift off. I didn't really get time to really lock my body in and get it tight. Um, I think this next round of prep I'm going to work on where to put my feet because I just didn't feel tension in my hamstrings like we had been working on so I get the command to go down and it was quick I mean it was pretty quick to go down and then come back up and whenever I went to press it went down fast and it came off my chest fast but when I pressed my I felt my butt coming off the seat and I knew that if I let it 
keep going up that I was going to, I wasn't going to get it. And so I guess thoughts kind of came into my head. And then at that point, my body wasn't tight enough to really finish it. So then my like arms more or less collapsed and everything just fell out of whack. Um, so I didn't get that attempt. Um, the thoughts after that probably were more humbling, I guess, like, cause I told Grant after that second attempt, I walked over the table and he asked me 270 or 275. And I said, F it, we're going to, we're going to send it. Um, sure. I could go back and like, maybe if we just did 270, I would have got it. Yada, yada, yada. But, um, a little bit humbled. And I was just kind of like, immediate was like, okay, I kind of know what I have to hit for deadlift. We're going to just pretend like we're just not going to think about it right now. We'll cross that bridge when we get there kind of thing. So I definitely would say my lowest point of meet day was after I missed that bench, just like all the thoughts of, dang it, I just wasn't, didn't get everything lined up correctly to rep it. Cause it's, cause for me, it's like, I know it's right there. I should have had it. I just didn't quite, I wasn't disciplined enough. The speed of the judge just kind of everything happened so fast. I wasn't prepared, but. And I think that's, I mean, that's just what happened. I told you this right after it happened. I mean, it's what happens. It's mm-hmm. me dead. Like, it's not the first time it's ever happened to anybody. Wouldn't have been the first time it happened to me. Nope. Um, but at the end of the day, um, your first two attempts were phenomenal. And I don't regret w- at all making the decision to jump to 275. Because that, if you told me it felt heavy, I was going to go 270. If you told me we're good, like you said, let's go. Yeah. 275. I mean, you were making it look like the bar was a pencil. Like, it was, <laughs> it was, it was flying. Um, I've known from past meets, and I, Jesse can attest to this too, is, you know, when you're the person doing the liftoff, you want to spring off that, that putt. Cause I didn't want it to be a factor of you getting held right. at the top right. because I've been held at the top for a really long time. I've seen Jesse spring off the combo rack right after he lifts me off yeah. to be able to get me that start command. And I, I, I greatly appreciate that. And I, I definitely wanted to give that to, cause I know I was lifting off for you and Doug, who was another lifter there. Um, and you know it just it just happens like that yeah and it it was yeah it was nothing out it was and it wasn't like I guess with the whole my butt coming off the seat the thoughts invaded my mind and then kind of threw me off uh, threw me out of focus I think coming off the adrenaline I was starting to come off the adrenaline rush so it was just several different factors within that I could have controlled is why so and that's why I'm not completely disappointed yeah I didn't get it but it set me up for a big moment later in the meet but I also know like my body, like for me, it's like, it's right there. I had it. So if I just focus on next time, just like making sure my body's locked, I'm braced, getting that, you know, your tension in your lower body to make sure you're pressing, making sure my wrists don't break. I mean, all of that stuff. So it was definitely within my control, um, but I don't, I'm not disappointed or I, you know, I don't have any regrets making the decision. So um, we just kind of, I thought about it, obviously, you know, you, you're going to think about it, but it was one of those where like, okay, we talked through everything. I talked to you through everything, like probably what went wrong. It happened. We can't change it. We got to go hit a big deadlift number. Like it's over and it's gone. We're moving on. Yeah. Um, I think because of that whole situation, 
and being a long day, I know Grant was getting nervous, like coming into deadlift. I was like super, super, just like even keel. Like I was. Dylan was sitting know. in the corner of that warm up room with his hood up, right, looking like he's about to just off somebody. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. I was just like super, just. So we're just gonna sit here. We're just gonna take it easy. Um. But yeah, I guess we can get to deadlifts here in a little bit. But yeah. So I would say, yeah, coming off that bench was definitely my lowest point, but it set something up for a fantastic way to end the meet. So for sure. Sometimes that's that's the way it is. We were Grant, I don't know what was it in uh Appleton, Wisconsin, that meet where I think it was a pretty similar situation that ended up missing a bench attempt and then it was kind of just zoned in for deadlifts and just blew it out of the water. I mean, it's like at this point, just leave it all out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, it was like, I, cause I had it in Appleton where I hit my opener. I think we jumped significantly on the second attempt. Yeah. Missed it. Then on the third attempt, it kept the same weight. Like it was a grinder all the way through. I got called for my butt coming off the Yeah, bench, that's what it was. And it was like the most deflating feeling ever. Like just it was brutal. But like the way you were able to mentally take that in, hone in like your emotions and just like be ready for deadlifts. So then yeah, I mean we transitioned over to deadlifts. Um, you know, I was I had the, the deadlift jack going. I had about 15 lifters in rotation of just like loading Grant, the bar you, for you were on one that day it was so awesome just like because you were helping everybody out i mean so many guys like didn't have people there like coaches and stuff helping and so i'm so should be with people helping so, each other out because yeah. there's some meets that we've been to that nobody talks to anybody and nobody really helps you out it's like they change weight for their lifter or their friend yeah and then that's it yeah and that's and that's what I like took into this meet. And, you know, I, I want to shout out all the lifters who actually like came up to me and said, thank you to me at the end of the meet. Cause like that meant the world to me. Um, but yeah, it's like, if you're a handler, like if you see a lifter loading their bar, you're doing something wrong. Like mm-hmm. the yeah. lifters, the last thing lifters should be doing in that warm up room is loading their own bar, changing their rack heights, anything like, like that is, if you are a good handler, a good coach, you're taking care of your, your own people and you're taking care of the people at least that you're sharing the rack with. Um, I know I popped some pre-workout right before deadlifts. I'm like, I, I need to be ready to go for this. But yeah. uh, like coaching Dylan through those deadlift warm-ups, I mean, I didn't know if something was wrong with him or like what was going on. Like deadlift <laughs> Dylan was, was literally just sitting. He had hood up, headphones over. And it's just like death staring everybody. I'm like, hey, bro, you want 225? Yeah, I'll take it. All right, you you want 315? Yeah, I'll take it. You want 405? I'm going to wait a little bit. And I'm like, brother, you're taking 452 in five minutes. And so he took 405. We actually waited around for a while. But, you know, we were, I know you were trying to conserve energy. I I was definitely not pressing you to go back to back to back is I just wanted to make sure like, you know, we were pacing the way you want to right? heading into it and I'll let you take it, take it from here. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. So it was just like, obviously 
being focused um, at this point. Like I'm not really feeling tired, but my body, obviously it's been a long day. I'm two pre-workout pre scoops deep. Um, my body's not used to stuff like this. So it's just kind of like a different feeling. I didn't feel like really tired, but it was just different. Um, so I was just kind of taking it easy, just conserving as much energy as I could. I know I hit that third pre-workout scoop for deadlifts. And I mean, part of it was just confidence because I'm like, this is my lift. Like I own this lift. Um, and I was just kind of chill to 135, 225, whatever we hit 315. Like all these guys are flat rotating through, which was smart by doing that. Cause I mean, no one's going to just, you know, there's no reason to hog a bar for one lifter. Cause you're only going to lift a, a rep and then take some rest. But I don't know. Cause then like, the pre-workout and then height like electrolyte drinks and stuff. I just had to pee a few times and I went to the bathroom the last time. I don't know. And then as soon as I came um, out of the bathroom or like was in the bathroom and getting ready to come out, it just like started, like, I just could feel it coming. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right. But once I got to the warm up room, I was still just kind of, I could feel it in me, but it wasn't like enough to really show it. And like Grant's like, well, 405. I'm like, sure. And I just like walked up to it casually and just like lifted it. And I was like, all right, yeah, we're ready. <laughs> yeah no so then i was like once he hit that i was like all right sit down i'll come find you when it's when it's time to go on the platform um dapped you up with baby powder and yep yep uh yeah we did the whole baby powder and grant really emphasized don't touch your legs yeah that bar will slip right out of your hands i those bars were so fresh i don't know if they would have that knurling was so aggressive, but yeah, I got up there and was again, opening like, honestly, out of all my lifts, my opening deadlift attempt, I was kind of not the most amped up. I guess it was still coming, but I was so confident in it. Like I walked out there and my mind was the most blank for it, that lift out of anyone. I'm like, I'm just walking out here, setting my feet and grabbing this thing and ripping it like, and it flew. Um, and then I was like, all right, yeah, we're, we're going, we're ready. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause I know I was really curious how I was going to move, like taking a 50 pound jump from 405 to 452, like first time on kilos, first time deadlift bar. I'm like, I'm really curious to see how this moves. I know we talked before you went out there. We we're like, all right, if we hit this, because we knew what numbers we needed, we're going to take a 20 yeah. kilogram jump and we're going to go to 496. And, you know, I'm keeping an eye on the other person in his weight class. I want to secure first place for Dylan. And then I also, we we want to get qualified like that's yeah. that's what we came here to do and we knew at the end of the day 568 was the number to beat it so all right so you hit 452 we're like we're going up 20 keys yeah. and i'm paying attention so i see his competition is if we hit this lift yeah if we hit this lift we put the dagger in him and yeah. we win first place yeah yeah so then Again, just stepping on that platform, so so much more with deadlift. But, I mean, I've sent videos to Grant, and I've sent videos to Jesse. Like, you guys know, whenever I'm lifting at home, deadlifts, I just – I don't know what it is. I, I just get – Locked in. I am locked in and the most hyped and just – so walking out to that platform, I don't have to have a command, nothing. Like, either no one's out there. It's just me and that bar and – just stepping up there and grabbing it and go like, I'm not even obviously taking a little bit of a breath and lock bracing the body, but I was just, I wasn't even thinking about it. 
There was just, just no like rip it and rip it, baby. Rip so, rip. so how did how did four ninety six feel like going out there for four ninety six? Like how oh, yeah. it? I mean, I can't say that it felt like my opening attempt, but I was just like that moved so so well. Like, and I, you knew I was amped up because you asked me when I came off. You're like, how do you feel? I said, we're fucking going for it. Yeah. And yeah, I don't remember do. if those, I I don't know if those are my exact words. Probably something very, very close to that. But I'm like, we're we're going for it. You said we're qual I was like, you want to qualify? You're like, we're qualifying. And I was like, all right, go sit down. <laughs> and yeah. I went to the judges table. I think for us to cover the remaining ground, it was like a thirty-two and a half kilo jump. It yeah. was did you it was so did you make a call right after it and then make a change no so dylan hit 496 so like we have a game plan right. we're like all right the jump 20 and then go qualify if it's bad if it if 496 felt weird we were just gonna bump to like 518 520 ish mm-hmm. chip a pr and call it a day um because your your pr before this was five like throughout me throughout the meat prep and the last time you had maxed out was so that people understand was 515 515 that I mean, that was his number it moved prior. really it was a it was a really fast 515 but nonetheless it was 515 so yeah it's just i don't know like at that point after the second attempt grant was thinking that probably but there was no doubt in my mom like i am walking out there and i am fucking hitting this weight this next one like we're getting it. So yeah. And and that's ultimately what I I'm like, man, I hope he wants to qualify after this attempt. And I walk to the judges' table. I'm I'm hoping they don't second guess me when I'm like, my lifter's gonna take a 35 kilogram jump. 257. Hey, there's, a, there's a couple there's a couple jumps that we've made in a meet. There's I've I've made some calls where we jump, you know, 15 to 20. And I get a quick little, you know, they're writing the number down. They give a quick little side eye, like, sure. are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> so, but to did jump they give up more than that is crazy. Did you give them a look, Grant, or did they give you a look when you told them that? No, but I was about to bust out laughing if they asked me because I would have been like, I'm serious. I'm so serious. Yeah. Two, um, was it two fifty seven and a half? Two fifty seven and a half. So, all right. So we're we're in the back room. I come up to you. I'm like, all right, Dylan. Like it's. It's time to get ready to go on the platform. What what is going through your head when you're about to walk on that platform and pull to qualify? Man, I don't know. Like I just obviously had the headphones on and I just had this one song that I just kept like kind of repeating. Um <laughs> the title was Destroy. So I just had this like I was just like this mentality of like I'm going out there and grabbing that bar and it's coming off the like I'm I'm lifting it. Like it's coming off the ground. Um, I don't know. I guess I just, again, I didn't really, like I knew what the number was, but it wasn't up there in my mind. Like it was back there. And I just wasn't thinking about it. Um, we baby powdered up and I don't know. I just, like I was sitting there, I just had a lot of confidence and I was going to be able to hit it. Um, chalked up. And I know we hit the smelling salts. It was the only time of the day we hit it. And I hit that smelling salts. It was a little bit early on the smelling salts, but I hit that and I was like, oh yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. This this weight's getting pulled. And I step out there and 
do my step up, grab the bar. I know I start with kind of my butt in the air and then I just kind of lock everything in and I just grab it. And it, I guess I didn't really black out. I guess I didn't really black out, but like, I don't know. It's just like everything went blank and I just, and I just ripped it. And it, looking back at the videos from the floor to my knees, that bar moved. Yeah. Like yeah. it moved yeah. really good. When Grant sent me the video and I saw the the first half of that lift, my I was just like, and you can kind of hear some people. Uh, it kind of reminded me of one of a meet that we were at with Jacob. Um, or we we were in Tennessee for that one, I believe we were in Knoxville, I think, or something. And I remember there was a lift that he lift where, just for a split second, you can hear the gym just kind of go quiet, and you hear a couple like whoa. Is like that was the feeling when that bar came up, especially with the jump that you had made, yeah, from the previous lift. And we had talked, like Grant and I talked about it. I'm like, I make, I mean, and whenever I warm up here at home or stuff like that, I make some decent jumps. And I don't know, again, going back to like knowing myself, I feel like my body's really adaptable, um, to situate like stress on the body situations. So I don't know, I didn't, I wasn't too worried about the jump. Cause again, I wasn't really thinking about the weight and letting it affect me. I was just like, my body was feeling really good that day and everything was just like all firing on all cylinders. And I told Grant going into deadlift, I'm like, everything I ate yesterday, I said, that's gone. I said, we're just NOS to the engine right now. Like the fuel tank is probably empty. We're just got to tank a NOS here and we're just hitting that button like pre-workout, just straight gas. So, um, and then I, I pulled it. I mean, the top at the top, it was, I didn't, wasn't worried. Like I, at that point, I'm like, I got it. I got to the top and I was a little bit of a shake, but blocking it out, I got to lock out and then dropped. And I, I didn't want to celebrate early. I knew I had it, but I dropped the weight and just wanted to make sure and waited. And I got, again, we secured it good, like three white lights. And I know Grant and I both like got so hyped. I yelled. I don't, I'm sure the whole gym had to hear me because my throat hurt for four, <laughs> the next four days. I, so I, when I started to see the bar move off the ground, I, I think that's when I just started jumping. Yes. Oh, I was I, like, oh, oh I, my God. <laughs> I have a clip on my phone of ju literally just Grant off to the side. Like, yeah. you can't see me. And it's just like, as soon as that bar moves, he's just like, I don't, I can't say like there was doubt on your face, but you were just, I don't know if you just weren't like almost in the video. It looks like you were kind of unsure. And as soon as that bar moved, you're like, Oh shit. You're like, Oh man. I I tend to have a little bit of a poker fit. Like yeah. we were serious. I mean, when you're going out, there, I'm like, go out there and, and take care yeah. of business. Like yeah. I turn around and then like to see that start to move, knowing the type of jump we just made. Cause like either way, like as a coach, either way, like you're ready to kind of give that speech of like, you missed it, but like, hey, it was it, yeah. it was a like a valiant Actually, effort. Yeah. Like we we did everything right. we could to uncover every single we could. But then on the other hand, you have the weight move, and I see I see it get to your knees, and I'm like, please, please do not ramp it up your thighs because a lot of people on their last attempts will start to ramp it. Like they'll use all their thighs um, and yeah. get red lighted for it. But you kept it in like the perfect like perfect bar path, perfect motion, lock it out, and I was just like. Oh my, like I, we literally just covered 110 pounds in three lifts in three lifts. We PR'd 50 plus pounds over your previous 
that's wild and it's just like it was just like surreal in the moment of like i just lifted that much weight like i was a i was for the most there was a couple guys that were pretty big like tall wise i mean that one guy that was there i mean he was 300 plus pounds but i was a head (laughs) taller than everybody else there and just like i don't know being six six i don't feel like i feel like people see me and like yeah he's not that strong and then just like you know, my PR was 515 previously and just smoked 568. It was insane. Oh, I don't lie. It, it was just, I Dude, it was like you could not draw it up to be a more perfect ending. Like it literally felt like that last poll felt like being in a movie. Like I told Dylan, it was probably one of my favorite moments at I a power. So, like yeah. it was. It was insane. Like it was, and I just could not be more happier for a person than you don't like, because I know how hard you work. I know what this means to you. Like, I know the sacrifices you make and dude, it just, yeah. Insane. And I appreciate that. And I appreciated all, like all the help and all the work that you've put in for me. And like, you know, we lifted it. We lifted back in college. Like I have so much trust in you. Like there was never a doubt in my mind. Like, I had to say it was all you. I gave you the like Saturday night. You got out there and like Sunday morning. I'm like I'm more or less like you have the keys. Like yeah, you just tell me where to go and where to be, and I will do it. Like, and I appreciate that because yeah. I made it made my job tenfold super easy. Like, yeah. but it was fun. Like I I loved every single moment of that. It was and, uh, it was awesome. So what's uh what's next? What what's what's the game plan now? Well, um, I I mean, I guess we aren't one hundred percent sure that I make nationals, are we? Like, I know that it's a class two. You qualify, and it opens up to you February first. Okay, so we'll find out February first for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, if we had to like an emergency meet at this point, I would be able to find something quick enough. I think if for some reason that situation occurred, I mean, but starting tomorrow. Jesse's got me on a new program. We're in the off season and I'm more or less training for nationals. So. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely. When when Grant texted me that you hit the numbers to qualify, it was for one thing, just blew my mind because I had it in the back of my head, like, Hey, maybe he just, maybe he PRs on all three lifts and he's able to make up for, a certain amount of weight and he he just hits that number to qualify. That'd be great. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's Dylan's first meet. I want him to have meet experience. I'm glad that Grant is there because Grant has meet experience and all these things. And then just all the cards were played out right. And, you know, God's plan, whatever. And especially that deadlift poll was crazy. And to qualify for nationals, it was honestly ended up being, a relief for me to not have to think about, okay, we got to get ready for another meet in three or four months and then have another quick turnaround and get ready for nationals. So at this point, pretty much for the most part, I I'm pretty confident you'll, you'll hit that mark. It just comes down to um, registering and stuff like that really at the end of the day. But um, it's definitely a relief to pretty much hit that mark. And now we have, however much time six seven months to uh to prepare for that yeah 
definitely get the numbers up. Um, cause I think I would, I think if I hit, obviously, you know, you go back and you're like, well, if I hit a little bit more, um, on squat, I think 400 was there that day. We were just playing it safe, which no regrets in that aspect. I mean, everything was flying. Everything was feeling really good. I mean, my body had never felt that good and weight had never moved that easy. So, um, and then, you know, the bench press, the two attempts flew, you missed that third one, but it's right there. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, you're now my deadlift numbers up there. So just having that confidence that like, okay, yeah, I can hit that. I mean, probably I can't hit that for a little while cause I'm not, um, amped out on adrenaline pre-workout and the whole nine yards, but you know, we're, we can pull 500, no problem any given day in the gym. No, you have a lethal, like I knew you had a lethal pull before the meet, but now to know that you could pull it, <laughs> whatever you need to out on meet day. It's, make, to make that big of a jump. <laughs> dude, that's going to pay so many dividends down the road. And I'm so excited to use that. That's going to be fun. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh man. Well, do you, do you want to give your shout outs real fast to your family, friends, before we wrap this thing up yeah i mean um shout out to andy obviously tagging along and supporting me the whole way um i know i've talked about in the previous podcast that like you know obviously we're training five days a week um i try to train early like I, i'm start. i think this off season i'm gonna really push for the mornings because i'm i wasn't i think that helped me a little bit actually with this prep was lifting in the evenings after a full day of work because I had some lifts where the weight wasn't moving as well as I wanted it to. And I got a little disappointed in myself, but it was just one of those things where like the next day you think about it, it's like, okay, it was a long day at work. There was a lot of stuff going on. And I think it actually ended up helping me out. Cause just like pushing your body, that little extra, like we're going to hit this weight. Yeah. My body's not feeling it we're not pushing to where we're hurting ourselves, but we're, you know, we're pushing it to the limit. Like we're hitting the weight and then on top of stress all day at work, you know, you're getting that strength training done and a little extra stress just pushes the muscles that much further. So then when you, you know, and I was pounding the protein, I know probably <clears throat> two weeks before the meet, I was, I told, told Grant, I think I was drinking a pre or a protein shake for breakfast two scoops of protein and a shake midday. And then I would probably, I would try and drink one right before bed. Um, so I was really trying to crank the protein out, just fueling, making sure I had plenty in the tank because work was getting crazy and all that stuff. But yeah. So aunt, big shout out to Andy, my wife for tagging along with me, supporting me, you know, being there. I'll definitely have to get her in the gym to work on some commands next time. We'll do that just because that'd be fun. But uh, then, I mean, shout out to you, Grant and Michaela. I mean, Michaela tagging along and stuff and cheering me on. That was fun. The video she took of me. I mean, she's freaking oh, yeah. better than half the people in there. <laughs> so that was, that's always fun. But yeah, just, I know, I know like, um, I wish Elsie could have been there, but it was probably better that she wasn't less stress on everybody. Um, I know that she was with Andy's parents and they were watching at home. So shout out to them, you know, supporting me. And I know 
this weekend was kind of a run-in joke with Andy's brothers. Her uh, oldest brother came down and we did an early Christmas because they're having a baby soon. And um, it was just like, I didn't even say anything, but she's like, yeah, you can, we're, we don't want you to beat us up because, you know, you pull 570, <laughs> like, you, you can do whatever you want. I told yeah. Don, he's going to have the, he's going to have the talk or like, you're just going to have the stories this, this holiday season. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know there's a lot more people I could shout out. I'm sure there was a lot of people that I'm hoping, I know I sent a link to quite a few people and I had some texts. Um, but yeah, I mean, my circle, you know, Andy, you, Michaela, um, just tight circle in that aspect. So shout out to all you guys and Jesse, Jesus, I should shout out Jesse for programming because <laughs> obviously it was spot on. So Absolutely. we're going to keep that running. Yes, sir. Got to blow it up with a, at a nationals with a full squad. I'm hoping to get there. I'm getting getting healthy and hopefully i can find a a meet sometime in uh late february yeah for sure jesse you you got anything to close this thing out with not too much i mean you never know what you got on meet day i mean train hard in the gym take things seriously inside and out outside of the gym manage your stress when you can control what you can control and just show up on meet day don't don't worry about the crowd and all the other stuff just rip it and rip it don't yeah just don't and it was yeah my biggest thing was just like just don't overthink it i mean it's three fairly you know straightforward lifts you've been training every lift just don't overthink it it doesn't matter what the weight is you're gonna know you're gonna feel it i mean i'm more or less new as soon as the squats especially i guess when the bar hits your back it's like okay yeah it's you know you know or not because training it down you know I guess at home, there's there's been only once or twice where I've squatted an attempt, or once where I squatted an attempt and I didn't get it, and I had to throw the bar. I mean, so in that aspect, like tr- my my training, when I put the bar on my back, I know if I'm going to get it or not. So just not overthinking it. For sure. For sure. I know we're about to run out of time. My man, Dylan Holloman, congratulations once again on the big meet. Thank you for coming on the podcast once again on short notice as well. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you all back here next week. Obviously, we've got Black Friday, so stay tuned to our social media. Um, Craig will be joining the podcast next week, so super excited for that. God bless. Do something great today, and we'll see you all next week. Peace.